Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Sippin' the Dry. I'm glad to be back. Thomas yep. Nugent hanging out with me today. My birthday was wonderful. Thanks for asking. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, it was a few days ago. <laughs> it was a few days ago now, but so. I am a 27 again. You were how old? Uh, yeah, you heard me. 27. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, today we're talking about glass rods and how fragile they are with my ego. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thomas, we're talking glass rods because it's my favorite to fish and it's your favorite to fish. It, it's up there. It's up there? Maybe not your favorite anymore because it was know. when we talked I last mean, time. You it, were getting into fun. Musky. That's so absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you. I watched you almost exclusively fish with glass for like a year. That's yeah. That's how I started. Is uh, we had our Echo deal. I forget how much they uh, they helped us out with, but it was like enough for me to go. I was here for like two weeks. I didn't even know fly fishing, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, there's this you know dealer deal. Jump in, you know, test the product." So I got the Echo. 865 River Glass Seductive Caramel. I've said it so many times. And a lot of people thought it was crazy because it, it's not as fast. Everybody else was getting the, uh, oh, my Lord, I forgot the name the of it. EPR. The EPRs. Yeah. yeah, everybody was getting the EPRs and those. And I was the one getting a glass rod. And, you know, it was weird, but it definitely made me appreciate dry fly fishing more so before anybody else, I think. Yeah, it's uh... – yeah, the the river glass is uh, not super, uh, you know, beginner friendly. It it's but not. But it will like if you kind of knuckle down and it will teach you some really good techniques. Yes, and that's that goes for like all glass rods though. And glass rods aren't they're not easy to just pick up and you know it was not easy in the beginning for me because I did look you know terrible casting for a long time. Yeah. But you know once you get it, I need there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like I, I have a really fast. Uh, Casting stroke. Yes, so, a lot of So people. when I picked up any kind of glass for a while, I, I like, you know, two positives don't make a, <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't match up for me. No, it, and, it, you're casting too fast. And then, like, yeah, the more time I put into glass rods, the more I kind of paid attention to my, uh, you know, my technique and stuff. And it, it did, in the end, it made me a lot better caster. Absolutely. So. Just slow down. I mean, I do like a three count. I don't know what you do, but with my river glass, it's, you know, pick up one, two, and then send it forward. Yeah. And versus like the EPRs at the time, I know I keep coming back to that, but it was like, you know, cast back, cast forward. Yeah, those you know? are, <laughs> well, those are at the complete opposite ends. Exactly, spectrum, opposite ends. So. Yeah. And, you know, I, do you think it's better to be quicker on the draw? Or a lighter presentation? I guess it really depends on what kind of fishing you're doing. Like, if I was going to a bass fishing and stuff like that, I I would probably prefer, like, a fast-action graphite, like the EPR. Yeah. Um, if I'm doing dry fly trout, there's, like, no question I would go with a really, really slow-action glass. Uh, but a, a EPR with a, a good dry, I know that sounds crazy, but you can, like, rip it up and then delicately place it again right where you want faster than a glass. Yeah, I mean, I, and so I'm, that's you know. Yeah, you'll with the graphite, you'll get a lot of a lot of line speed and stuff that you just don't isn't present in yeah. that really slow noodley glass. So. Noodley, good noodley. good term. Yeah, it was like a it was like a spaghetti noodle. 
Honestly, I mean, I took it and I shook it like this, and I was like, what have I got myself into? It's still wiggling to this day? It is. I, it hasn't stopped. Mm. No. I just, <laughs> I try to catch the end of the leader to put a dry on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you think that it matters uh, size of the glass rod? Do you think that changes very much when it goes from like a, I don't know, a 10 foot versus a uh, six? Yeah, so like what we've got, what our like customer service always tells us and tells our customers if they're looking for like a small water glass or pardon me a small water rod mm-hmm. glass is almost always the way to go because they do come in like a lot of compact sizes so a couple that we have in front of us is like the scott f series and the echo river glass those call come in like small configurations that are tailored for trout they're going to be sub seven and a half foot yeah and they're going to be Three weights. Four weights. Three, two, yeah. one. Down yep. to zeros. The yeah. butter stick has a zero. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, if you're if you're targeting small trout and maybe you're wading in the places with a bunch of, like, alders that are hanging over top of the water. Yep. We will frequently recommend uh, glass rods just because that's, you know, that's where they were born, yep. basically. <laughs> that's what they're that's what they're meant for, that undercover, you know, tossing up under there delicately, catching those finicky trout that aren't used to getting fished for. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, and I guess let's, let's, like, just go through with some of the characteristics of glass. Let's do it. Glass v. graphite. So, uh, like any kind of material, glass and graphite, each have like positive and negatives they kind of have to work around mm-hmm. uh, so graphite is very fast and it's and it's stiff very so it, it's got backbone yes exactly yes. and if you put too much backbone on it it becomes too brittle and that's that's when they rods break and stuff like that yep. um, and then like with glass it's extremely durable like you can you can bend this thing seven ways from sunday <laughs> and yeah. And it's yeah. going to be completely fine. Uh, but also, it's a heavy stick. Yes. They're, most glass rods are very, very heavy in the front and the tip. Uh, so you kind of have to balance it out with a reel all the time. With a lighter reel, yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I couldn't say it more. And it, it, do you want to explain why it's a little? It, it's the fiberglass wrapping that is actually heavier than the graphite. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like really kind of a unique construction that glass offers. It's it's all the woven fibers, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if you look up, yeah, just looking at the river glass in the, uh, what is this called? This is the glacier glass yeah. color. You can actually see, if you put it up to the light, you can see the woven in there. You probably couldn't see it on camera, but if you picked up the rod and saw it, you can see it. So yeah. Definitely can see the durability in it. But, I mean, graphite. Mm. Those are still, they hold up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There, there's a reason why they're popular. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, we've worked combined here for like five or six years now. Yeah. Do you ever remember uh, making a warranty for a glass rod? No. Oh, wow. Well, really never. Wow. So. Yeah, no, I never thought, wow, yeah, so. doing warranty for a couple of years. Yeah. I can't say um, there was one problem. I know Ryan, our customer service guy, got... Uh, one of his pieces stuck together, and I guess that tends to happen with uh, fiberglass and heat and water and cold, and they can expand and contrast in there a little bit more, so they can become stuck. But I mean, he was able to just you know yeah, take it, it apart. Took him a while, but it took him it. a minute, you know. And don't go wrenching on it with tools or anything, and you know, don't bend it you know farther than you should. Take it to your local fly shop, let them work on it. Yeah, so. uh, but they can't get stuck together. Don't freak out; they didn't get fused <laughs> or anything. Yeah, just yep. have to 
but like, yeah, I mean, fiberglass is like a you know, wonder material. I mean, it really is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember going to my grandparents' house and they have fiberglass chairs from like what? the 50s. Stop it. They're the worst things in the world. Oh my because, God. <laughs> you know, like the coatings that come off after decades of use. So you get the little fibers all in underneath oh, your skin. Mm. That felt great. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't say I've ever seen anything like that. Oh, no. They're that's terrible. A, yeah, so, that's wild. Uh, but, yeah, like when fiberglass came around, one of the early uh, applications would have been fly rods. Mm -hmm. So, and it was, you I know, I can't common. remember the name. We'll have to look up the name of the guy. Who, I looked it up before. can't remember. It was in England, wasn't it? I do believe so. Fact check me, YouTube. Somebody fact check me down in the comments. I believe fiberglass rods were made over in England. But I'm not sure when. I don't remember the date. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this yeah, like I, like I said, like it wasn't long before it was adopted in fly fishing. Um, and that was, you know, the 50s and 60s were a time where hardware stores carried fly rods. And they were always right. fiberglass. They yes. were like a Fenwick brand or... There was a famous baseball player, Ted Williams. He had his own line of, you know, like he was hawking. Hawking? Fiberglass rods with his name on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, wow. And you could pick those up. Oh, like, like baseball? Yeah. Hawking? Yep. Oh, my God. I had no <laughs> idea. Wow. I wonder but, uh, if they still make those. Are they still around? Uh, I don't know. About that. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if they, oh, somebody's got one tucked away in the in the I'm attic sure. somewhere. I'm sure yeah, grandma does. Be, yeah. That would be cool to see. So, that would be cool. Hawking around. <laughs> uh, Parker was talking last week about uh, Diamondback. Yeah. I was listening. Yeah, I was listening. Even though I was off, I was listening. Yeah, so, yeah. That's a that's an American older older American brand. Uh, now I remember Diamondback making bikes. I wonder if that's. You know, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're related. I don't know. That, but maybe I mean, diversification. Yeah, a, we're going to start making cars. <laughs> I'm going to start building cars here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, like thinking back to all the um, manufacturers of, uh, manufacturers of glass rods. They, you had those, you had those Diamondbacks and uh, those small-time companies. Mm -hmm. So they were frequently, you know, they kind of cropped up everywhere. And it's there was money you know, to be made in the fishing and fly fishing industry, yeah, and everybody absolutely. wanted a piece. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, like everybody for probably thirty to forty years learned to fish on a fiberglass fly rod. Yep. And you know. Uh, fly rods would have started bamboo until like the 40s, 50s, mm -hmm. then fiberglass took over because that's, you know, that's a hot new thing. That was the new thing for the yeah. time until I think it was in the 60s or 70s we switched to graphite. Yeah, so I think I think late 70s. Was it the late 70s? Yeah. That we switched to graphite. Like graphite comes over and then, hey, new kid on the block, Great. fiberglass kind of takes a backseat. Yep. And, and it stayed that way for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, there's just like any, any kind of, you know, niche. Retro niche like a hobby there are people that would have stayed with fiberglass throughout yep even with the rise of graphite and stuff remember fishing with their grandparents or fishing you know yeah they, they have memories of using the the fiberglass and they're going to keep that i mean yeah i do and mm -hmm. and uh, like that's a great thing was that you know if dad or if grandpa learned with a fiberglass fly rod it's super likely that dad also fished with that same rod mm -hmm. and somewhere tucked in your closet you have that rod still yeah, I, I still have mine and but, i uh, let my kid and he's starting to cast on it you yeah, know? Absolutely. so you know but like you know with uh fiberglass like the technology really hasn't changed i mean nope. it's pretty steady for 60 70 years now if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah 
but like the the same can't be said for graphite though. Because if I pick up a stick from twenty years ago and a modern one, it's night and day. We yeah. So. Yeah, we had somebody come in here a um, couple weeks ago that brought in a rod, and it was really, really old. And he was like, I want to practice test this. And I was, I think it was, well, it might have been a bamboo. And I was like, I don't know. And he yeah. was like, oh, no, what do we find? And we cast it. Holy crap. And I was like, wow, this rod ain't been touched in like 50 years. Yeah. Whew, I don't want to be but the like, one to break it. You know, blind taste test. Would you be able to tell the difference between a modern glass rod, an old glass rod, just you know, just by feel come, alone, yeah. yeah. I maybe probably not, probably not. I bet, yeah, they're pretty similar. But if you tested an older graphite and a newer one, you'd probably tell just based on like the weight, really. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder if anybody, any of our listeners, have any old I'm graphite sure. rods. Come on into the shop, we'll get you in here, you know, <laughs> yeah. casting. That's awesome. I love it. I, I like glass rods too because all our waters around here, like. They're, they tend to be smaller, you know. There, there is bigger water closer by, but I mean, along the good juicy spots, especially on the mad, it's a lot of overhead cover. Yeah, and it's a lot of waiting, and the glass rods are really high performance there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, our local waters are really kind of tailored for this stuff. So we have the Mad River, which is close by. Mm-hmm. A lot of people max out, like their ceiling is a four weight, and where if your ceiling is a four weight, you can. Yeah, that's a that's good chance perfect. of picking up a glass rod. Yeah, and yes, absolutely. So. Yeah, I feel like if you want to fight smallmouth, though, six way. <laughs> yeah, and that that's like the that's a great thing too about like glasses that it makes everything more fun. It's a fun multiplier. A, yes, yes, because so. everything fills huge. Yeah, it, it feels like you've hooked on to the biggest fish of your life, and it's you know bluegill this big. But it's so awesome. A little dinky guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get your, your bat and kill, two reel on there. <laughs> All right. And then you just, you get your bluegill and you let them run. And that thing screams, oh, you're tarpon fishing in the Midwest. Yeah. They, they make you look good. I mean, you get that bend in your rod. Yeah. And you're like, like oh, man. Ooh, and everybody else is looking. You're like, yeah, it's a bluegill. Got to fight it, though. Who's taking drag? <laughs> that looks good. I Try, know what I'm doing. Trying to impress a girl. <laughs> Always. That's what we do. <laughs> oh, sir, Thomas. Let's talk about you for just a second. All right. Because we haven't really talked about you. Nobody really knows a lot. Thomas is the brain. We've talked a little bit about that. He runs the marketing. Anything that's written is usually through you on the blog. You you control yeah. the blog. Mm-hmm. He definitely makes sure my life's easier in the morning. You get here before anybody else. You unlock the door. Yeah. That's... Yeah. You know. It's just Zen in the shop. It's just me and... What are you doing in the morning when nobody else is I here? I guess Nate's here, too. Nate does show up that early. Yeah. I don't. I'm here at 9 o'clock in the morning because I'm normal and you people... Not, you get up at 5. I get up at 5. But that's my time. Yeah. What are you so. doing at 5 in the morning? You lifting weights? You look at him. This guy is yeah. jacked. <laughs> that's awesome. A lot of times it's the dog. Mm. Doing something with the dog, but... You are a big dog guy. Yeah. I love so. that. I got to hear the story. Will you please tell the people about uh, one of the first funniest things that ever happened with you here? Can you talk about that with your weightlifting? Oh, yeah. That's so good. I love this story. This is how I knew Thomas was mortal. Like, we all thought Thomas was immortal for a long time because he's a yeah. genius. Do you I, I have an Achilles heel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was that was early days when I started working here, which was, yeah, we I mean, by still the time those sayers, when this airs, I think I'll be here for two years. Let's go. Um, Good Lord. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, time uh, flies when you're having fun. But, yeah, 
So <laughs> let's hear it, man. It's fine. I I am very much into uh, like kettlebell lifting. I, I I love kettlebells and stuff. Yeah, and I mean, this dude had one delivered through the back door, and I'm not lying. I almost couldn't pick it up. It it hurt. Yeah. Yeah, cool. and you just walked over one handed it. I mean, that's. There's something so primal about picking up this <laughs> a round piece of yes. lead. You, know, like, <laughs> you and Ryan great. both. You guys are awesome. <laughs> so you you got this kettlebell. Yeah, so like at, at the time I was doing my thing early in the mornings, wake up 5, 5.30, I'll exercise for like an hour. And one time I was doing like a little overhead stuff. Mm. And that's it. I just, just don't remember anything lights else. lights out. I remember waking up on the floor, yeah. My God, and thank goodness somebody <laughs> was home with you, right? Yeah, I think I think my uh, lovely, caring girlfriend at the time uh, was upstairs, and she's like, "Yeah, whoa, that was a big thump." <laughs> so, I can't imagine, yeah. and you just just blacked out. I just blacked out. Yeah, I didn't like didn't, That's hit, the didn't hit my head or anything. I no. just blacked out. I don't know. That's the danger of getting couple, up at five a.m. Yeah, <laughs> let's just be should. a cautionary tale. Yes. So. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Don't work out that early, you lunatics. Two years. Yeah. That's what is your favorite part of what you do now? Um, let's see. Man, I, I, I do like uh, just talking to all the guys here at the shop. It, it's so, like working in a flash shop is so much more different than any kind of job I've had. Which oh, my goodness. I've worked, you know, I've worked in college athletics before. I've worked on a horse ranch before. So like I've kind of done everything from like office to outside. There's a and like the flesh shop offers like such a killer balance of stuff in between. Yes, and it's like you can you can fool around with it with the guys here. You can fool around with customers, and most of the time they get it. Uh, yeah, we just have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, there's a lot of jokes. I, I feel like our customers are really really easygoing. Yeah, so as compared, you know, there's some bad apples out there. Well, I think you're gonna have that with anything. Yeah, so they know who they are. Uh huh. <laughs> that's so good um would you tried musky fishing have you had any success yet no nothing i'm yet. sorry i didn't mean to bring it up if no, you hadn't right. but you you have been out trying yeah so you yeah, went ryan and, out, ryan and i went out a couple times you guys went together oh my god it's yeah, like a competition so. here in the shop who's gonna get one first yeah so i've got money riding on you know so we'll see i'm still mm. pulling for you we're a student of the game we're still still learning oh my god. So. i need you to get good quick <laughs> Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to tell me a story? I, I like when people tell me funny stories because, I mean, you have the funniest stories. Thomas is really good with them quick ones. The room will be completely silent, and he'll just say some off-the-wall something that has me in tears on the ground crying. I can't even breathe because I'm laughing so hard. So any, I hate to put you uh, on the spot. You, you know. might be. You might it, be right it's, now. Yeah. So. <laughs> we'll look in the blogs. Most of the stories in the blogs are yours too, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm trying to get like a little more creative with the blog, so I'll drop little nuggets in there. Okay. It was, it was a little Ooh. sterile for a while. I'm still finding, you know. Finding your feed? Finding a little bit. Look for the so, nuggets. Yeah. Look for the nuggets. It's okay. like a seek and find. If you connect the first letter of every blog, mm. I'll tell you where the hidden treasure is. Mm. What's the treasure? Is it? <laughs> deep. In deep with Thomas Newton. Yeah. I'm sorry to our audio listeners out there. Yeah. They don't You'll have that. to watch us on YouTube. Now you got to go out and find us. What if they can't? Mm-hmm. Then you know what? Hit me up, and I'll tell you. If you can't see, but you're listening, I love you. And come to me. I'll help you. Yeah. We'll find the treasure of Thomas. All right, sir. Glass rods, goat. 
obviously. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a whole lot of fun. I mean, and that's kind of like our the whole gist of it. It is a fun multiplier. We have a great time using a bunch of glass rods. Um, we get to go out and do a bunch of field testing on them. Yes. Uh, kind of form our opinions so we know how to better guide our customers. And like, we've done the butter stick. We've done the super fine recently. Okay. We've talked a lot about glass rods, and I, I feel like if you haven't tried a glass rod, you should come to the shop if you can, and we'll get you trying it. And yeah. we'll, we will show you exactly what we're talking about, <laughs> you know, when it comes to, you know, having a little bit more fun. And we've got some uh, cool new casting things here in the shop, our, our little thing. I'm not even going to tell you what you are. <laughs> you got to come see them, and, you know, you got to do that. And they are hand, hand done. Can I call it? Can I say targets? Hand done targets. Yeah. for you to cast at and they are really something to see yeah three three of three out of the four <laughs> you know what real good. even the fourth one which was done in-house uh, i'll let you see which one it is when you do come <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> it has character yeah i love him <laughs> it's it's a uh it's a stalker if i've ever seen one <laughs> <laughs> outstanding all right uh, anything else, Thomas? You're the one that tells me if I screw anything up. Do I miss anything on this podcast I for you? I don't think so. I like think us. Been doing real good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, yep. Like us on YouTube. Follow us. You know, if you like what we're doing, tell me. Tell if you us, don't yeah. like me and you want to see more of Thomas or you want to see more of Parker, let us know. You know. Yeah. We get. We're always uh, trying to find ways to be better. So, like, always. you can always drop a comment. And we'll work on that in the future. Look for us on TikTok. I know Nate yeah. and uh, Kyle are doing TikTok now, and they are doing some funny, funny stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen. There was a newest one on there. Uh, it's Ryan getting shot. Uh, he doesn't actually get shot, but they do hit something in the drift boat, and Ryan goes sailing to the side, and I had tears in my eyes watching it the first time. Uh, there's a couple other ones out there. I don't know if Nate's. I don't want to ruin anything if Nate's don't put it out, but. There's ones in there that I'm just like, you guys are so mean, but this is exactly what we needed. So if you want to see more of that stuff, if you want to see more of glass rods, if you want to see us fishing more, just let us know in the comments and, you know, like us. Tell us we're doing a good job and we'll keep doing it. Until next time, Thomas, thank you, sir. Thank you, Sean. God, I love working with you every day. Until next time, be nice to each other. Incorporate it. Tell each other you love you. Leave them with something, Thomas. Leave them with something. I gotta come up with something good. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your mom's friends. Thank you. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>